This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Hello, welcome to Dungeon Not Included, where we're playing Tears of a Machine SC with the creator, Russell Collins, also known as Robot Claw. Strangely, strangely elongated tonight, thanks to my web cameras uh, misbehaving, but at least it's working. (laughs) So we're I do, I do that. like it when Brendan calls Russell the Creator because it, it sounds a little bit like that's his DJ name. Yeah, Russell the Creator. <laughs> yeah. Russell the um, Creator. Okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to to use that somewhere now. I don't there know. you go. Figure <laughs> it out. Probably just end up making a role playing character with that name. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. hi, yes. So welcome back. Um, we have finished our first episode in our uh, um, our mechadrama series. So now we're actually ready to kick off episode two. Um, you know, this sort of continues the game structure. Um, I'm going to back up and do a little nerd stuff here that the, um, you know, since the game is designed with that structure of playing in episodes, every few episodes, we finish a story, you know, like a, the story arc you'd expect from a TV series takes two or three episodes or something like that. And that's that time when you will we'll worry about like, okay, did our, did our characters level up that kind of thing. So the breaks between episodes, usually not much time, not time enough for us to have those like level up things or whatever. So this episode's going to follow in, not necessarily immediately after what came before, but we're not going to have like a long stretch of time between episodes. Okay. Just to kind of bring everyone up to speed as to where we are, because we're still looking in on some of those same, um, you know, challenges and, and themes and so on that we approached uh, for the first episode. You know, I mean, we made up our list of, of subjects and tone when we got started. Um, a lot of the stuff actually here is stuff that you guys dug into really, you know, really deeply and, and, and right away. Um, either just <laughs> either uh, uh, confronting these problems right away, like dealing with uh, the volleyball uh, tournaments and the, the other, um, the other St. Pilots uh, or just dodging them entirely, like avoiding uh, Jamie uh, uh, that whole situation for uh, for Noah, um, but there's still some other, you know, questions we have there that uh, we left unanswered. Um, for example, the you know, Arcs Ocker is going to complete construction soon. There's going to be a launch ceremony. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. But we also started to dig in a little bit more into the saints themselves, a little more about what's going on, kind of behind the scenes, you know, and. Uh, and um, uh, Salem went to talk to uh, Imka uh, about, you know, a little bit more about what's going on with with all of this uh, uh, stuff in the minds of saints. So um, I guess I can start throwing some story ideas out there. But if anybody has a scene that they know they're dying to see their pilot play, we have reset the beat counter. We're starting with six beats for our pre-crisis scenes. Um, so, you know, those will pass as we succeed or fail in our, our efforts to do stuff. Uh, but if anybody has an idea for something they'd like to kick off, otherwise I have a few things I can throw around. Where do we leave off at the end of that last, uh, actual combat? Mm. Did one of us, I can't remember. I think I, I managed to pull out my own failure in enough so that it looked okay. Or do we have like problems with each other? We could we could also discuss that. I don't know if we actually ever established where, um, I guess in this case, Salem, Fatima, and Noah X stand with each other and how we performed. I think we're okay, right? Uh, I think Fatima is okay with everybody. Yeah, Salem's yeah. fine. Yeah, I don't. I think we're still like you know we 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 got off looking pretty good. We got some cool action. All right, so mm-hmm. nothing in nothing in particular. Uh, I don't I don't have anything. I could I could go for some story seeds. Sure. Well. There are periodic tests for synchronization, compatibility, and so on, in which they, you know, uh, uh, connect you up to the Metatron. Uh, that's the name for the computer system that's built out of um, Venator, uh, you know, uh, uh, computer science. Uh, it's that stuff that's, you know, made out of a, a, um, 
the same kind of things that make the brains of saints and of Magnus are used to create uh, the Metatron. So um, occasionally that's used as kind of a, a filter that you plug into for all kinds of neurological and psychological tests. Um, a lot of it just involves you kind of visualizing the actions of saints and then plugging that into simulation to then kind of play that back and experiment with, you know, what, what does that mean to, you know, to the brain and what does that mean to the saint? Um, after a battle, it's usually a good time for them to start doing more of that stuff. Uh, so the family company um, has been scheduled to have one of those, uh, one of those uh, uh, um, sessions in the simulation lab. Um, you know, other classes are pulled aside and all that, that sort of thing. Um, so the three of you, when you are uh, greeted there by a technician, they immediately give you a, a halo to put on your head and, uh, you know, uh, uh, direct you over to recliner couches where, you know, you sit down and relax and they dim the lights and, you know, you, you're uh, going through kind of a guided meditation usually as they, they do this kind of thing. And they're just sort of calibrating, um, you know, uh, uh, controls on the walls as they're doing this whole thing. You know, people are walking around with data pads and all that. All the technicians are, you know, looking kind of like uh, you'd expect in like sort of like a doctor's office. You know, they've got their, got their, their lab coats on and, you know, carrying their, uh, um, you know, their data pads, scribbling notes here and there and all that sort of thing. And it's, you know, it's pretty much par for the course until there is a loud click from behind you and uh, there's a, a, a sort of a sound of a door like rolling open and you know you can't quite turn your head around to see what's happening there but all the technicians kind of get quiet and, and straighten up and focus their uh, attention that way and then sort of walking around uh, to you know where the recliners are there are uh, a couple of CRC representatives now, the Cloistered Research Council, CRC, are the scientists who have devoted their lives to the uh, investigation of Venator technology. I think um, you talked about, about this, Salem, you talked about this a little bit with Imka last time. And, you know, she kind of went into that a little bit more, uh, that uh, the CRC, um, the cloistered part of Research Council, means that they give up their own identities so that they can avoid being... Um, uh, 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 blackmailed or uh, bought or whatever to allow this super high technology to end up in the wrong hands, which basically they've decided is anybody who isn't them. So they kind of jealously guard all this, this stuff. Uh, as such, they never appear in public without some kind of mask or uh, uh, uniform. Uh, in this case, the two representatives are wearing these red cassocks that, you know, basically cover themselves, uh, you know, uh, uh, head to floor in, uh, in uh, a bold red color, uh, you know, gloved hands. And uh, for their, you know, their face masks um, have sort of the appearance of a, a, a doctor's or, or surgical mask, but kind of built up <laughs> in a technological way so that it is more of like a rebreather unit. And then with uh, you know, like these orange uh, reflective glass um, uh, uh, eyepieces that kind of make you think a little bit of like, uh, um, you know, like snowboarders goggles or whatever, because they completely cover, cover the face, uh, you know, uh, across the top. Um, the two of them uh, are, you know, whispering to each other and the technicians around them are kind of backing up out of the way. And uh, then one of them uh, steps forward uh, toward you, Noah, uh, points a finger and asks in a voice that is filtered through the mask so that you can't quite tell you know, whose, whose voice that could possibly be, points to you and asks, you there, you were experimenting with the neurological projector cannon during the last deployment operation. Can you uh, explain what went wrong with that? I uh, Noah's like kind of sits up at attention and still kind of uh, chokes down uh, a nervous little swallow. And uh, yeah, I, I, yes, I mean, yes, yes, I was eyes darting to each doc, each person. Cause I'm not sure who was talking. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, the, the, I, I attempted to use the brain gun, which is the only name I know for it. Uh, during uh, our, um, our, 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 our maneuvers. Uh, and uh, I attempted to, uh, uh, give the um, the the driver, I guess the pilot, whatever the driver of the 
convoy uh, a benefit of our heads up display and help them navigate through the um through the terrain and it went tits up not you know like technically it went it just didn't work it didn't connect it was just a bunch of noise in the system mm -hmm. um from a you know a technical tits up perspective uh what was I the name of the guy hmm? what was the name of the guy who imka thought joined the crc Oh, what was the name? I oh shoot, I can't remember. You didn't write it down. I have to go look at it. Yeah, it either. Sorry. All right, I I will track back and 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 figure it out. Um, the if you remember Salem, then we'll say that Salem remembers that it's yeah. uh, uh, um, technician first class Bradshaw. There you go. That's the first name yeah. pops in my head. And if that's wrong, uh, that ends up being their first name. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Salem was like, are you Bradshaw? The, uh, uh, CRC, uh, uh, reps, um, both turn to look at you. One of them cocks their head to the side. That one you've noticed has kind of bird-like motions. The entire time Noah was speaking to them, they would kind of like turn their head a little bit this way and that way as if they're kind of looking at Noah out of one eye and then the other <laughs> in that sort of, uh, avian way. Uh, they both turn to, to look at you with this kind of appraising look. The other one uh, has just kind of been standing stock still, arms folded across their chest, and then you know, they, they sort of turn whole body to look at you. Um, you know, the one turns to the other and makes a sound that you don't quite know how to describe. Well, you've heard, you, of course, Rebel, have heard an old-style telephone modem, right? Right, Back yeah. In the day? that little electronic chirping, shrieking sound. There's a quiet sound like that that comes from the one CRC rep. The other one nods and then replies with a similar little burst of, of you know, of, of modem noise, of sort of like a little crackle of static and a little, little buzz and whir. Um, that, <laughs> that first one then turns uh, uh, to you, uh, Salem, and uh, uh, says, even if I were, I wouldn't be able to tell you so it's sort of a, a wasted question. I don't think it's wasted. I mean, you know, while it's important to think of yourself as part of the whole, you're still an individual in the end. So kind of, even if you don't say you're Bradshaw, you're like still Bradshaw. You know what I mean? The, um, the, the you know the the, the pillar uh, <laughs> CRC rep lets out a laugh that's kind of garbled by the uh, by the mask so that it sounds more like sort of a weird metallic cough, uh, but moves as if you know they are laughing and then says this one's ready to become a philosopher. I suppose it's good to have a backup plan if one can't continue with their piloting duties. Well, we're all gonna graduate out eventually, so. Good, then you've got a career lined up. Now about my question, says the bird-like one back to uh, to Noah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I also plan on surviving and graduating. <laughs> yeah. God, I hate this. Yes, I'm sorry, your question. I don't know what went wrong, but there was static uh, in the line. That's what I experienced. Complete and utter static mm -hmm. could not connect with the other guy's brain. I feel that um, there's been some misunderstanding about the proper usage of the device then. Perhaps Definitely. that is the concern then. All right. We'll have to reorganize some, some new training into it. Um, hmm, hmm. Turns and, like, and glances from side to side and so on. Can we bring up a simulation event in which the neurological disruptor might be useful? A couple of technicians nod and you know and quickly start tapping out you know buttons and so on and so forth. And uh, one technician steps forward and says, "Please, relax, unfocus your minds, concentrate." Um, and as he does this, they hand you the VR goggles for you to fit on, a little headphones to pop you know pop over your ears and all that that kind of thing. So you're in sort of the the VR experience uh, as the halo starts to translate your mind into the Metatron system. Uh, the result is that, you know, you feel kind of relaxed and chill. And then as the VR headsets switch on, you um, see a kind of simulated space around you. Um, 
it looks a lot like uh, Philadelphia from what you've seen of the city. And yes, when you look down at your hands, uh, yeah, Noah, you have to. This yes. is how you calibrate the system. Exactly. When you, you look, look at your down, hands. <laughs> yep. When you look down at your hands, you recognize Tigana's hands there. Um, all of you notice that you are in a, a VR representation of being, you know, your saint. Uh, uh, mm. Of course, you don't really feel that same energy that's there because you're not really hooked up directly to your saint. This is Metatron telling you what being in your saint is like. So, you know, it's a level of remove. Um, but as uh, as the three of you just start to sort of come into, into yourselves, suddenly there is an explosion uh, down the street from you. A building uh, topples and begins to slide into the, you know, into the uh, uh, street um, and uh, um, bursting out of the rubble and stampeding towards you uh, come a herd of locust units, uh, you know, trampling over cars, smashing light poles out of the way, uh, uh, uprooting trees. And then uh, you hear the voice of one of the CRC reps say, stop. And the whole thing freezes, you know, chunks of masonry flying through the air, all that sort of thing as they are, you know, nearing you. Now, Tagana, would you please demonstrate what you feel to be the proper use of the neurological disruptor weapon in this situation? Uh, are there any um, uh, like uh, collateral damage victims around people in cars or people trying to get out of the way, but they can't, or is it uh, just like empty city with, with locusts? When you look down and start looking around for that, you start to see, uh, yeah, little, little like, you know, uh, uh, representations of people begin to pop up on, on your, your sensor suite. I mean, the, Saint being able to pick up all these heat sources and, you know, read pulses and all that kind of thing. You start to see people, you know, hiding in the buildings or uh, a couple of them in vehicles on, on the street that you sort of become aware of as you mm -hmm. as you uh, as you seek them out. Uh, so my instinct is to try to protect those people and mm -hmm. I'm being able to use this weapon to do so. Mm -hmm. so my instinct is to do the same thing is try to get them out of the way. But mm -hmm. I'm also not an idiot and I know what this is supposed to be for. Mm -hmm. So I hesitate for a moment, probably enough for them to notice I'm hesitating. Mm -hmm. And then I pull the, the, the brain gun mm -hmm. and aim at one of the locusts in that seems to be in lead, uh, like a, mm -hmm. the head sure. locust. Okay. And, um, yeah. And I, I guess I'll take, I'll fire. All right. So what, uh, uh, what traits come into play as you, you know, exercise with this, uh, with this weapon, on, uh, I on the simulation. Am stalling for loading. Okay, I am going. I'm good at empathizing. I know what's mm -hmm. expected of me in this scenario, mm -hmm. um, and discovering. I'm trying to figure out what's um, sure. What how I'm supposed how I'm expected to use this right. device. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think anything else really uh, comes in. Uh, okay. I, yeah. You're not, not actually I don't have in any Tagana, real fear. So yeah. Yeah, no real fear, and I'm not really trying to lie. I'm just trying to find out what what the um, truth what, is that they expect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so those two, and I, I don't know. I guess I don't do we do we count Tagana in the role, or does it not count because it's this is just a poor simulation of our saints. Yeah, this is just a simulation. You, you're not getting that extra boost from Tagana, uh, Tagana himself. All right, two D four, two D two D fate. <laughs> Wait, I, what did I roll? I actually rolled 2d4. You rolled 2d4. Yeah, we need 2df, 2d fate. Yeah. By the way, does anybody want to uh, uh, try to coach um, <laughs> coach Noah along in this? One of the advantages of being connected to the Metatron is, similar to being in the Saint, you do have kind of a, a, a mental communication link to each other, which al allows you to pretty easily communicate back and forth. It's not quite telepathy. It's a computer pretending to do telepathy. So if anybody of you do want to throw in to help, you can, or you can just, uh, well, that's not a bad role. So. I think I'd rather leave that role stand. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Thing's good. All right. Yeah, the stakes here are so low, I guess it makes sense right. for mm -hmm. me to just, uh, so blank and a uh, plus. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, blank and a plus. So, um, Noah, you're going to get to choose the goal uh, of those, from those two. I am going uh, to choose the plus. All right. So tell me, the brain gun works right this time. Mm -hmm. What happens when you point it at the, the locust and, uh, uh, and activate it? So part of me, mm -hmm. and 
probably an incomplete part of me since this is all simulation mm -hmm. leaves the Ghana and becomes the locust as if mm -hmm. I were piloting the locust. Um, it's the locusts are not the same as my saints. So it's not like I have limbs and I don't, if anything, I have even less to work mm -hmm. with in this body, but I can manage simple directions like mm -hmm. move away from, from the crowd or confuse the other locusts or things mm -hmm. like that. So I'm I'm suddenly I go from piloting this amazing mech to basically uh, RC remote controlling a locust mm -hmm. and shoving it into a wall and trying to get as many other locusts in there as possible. Okay, which I think maybe leaves my mech a little uh, or my saint a little um, a little uh, exposed because I'm not quite there anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I think that's a, a, a correct use of the of the uh, uh, the disruptor gun. Um, so good. Uh, your cost is going to be a blank. Um, do you want to purchase that up to a plus with an ego point, or are you okay with letting it sit at a blank? I'm gonna let it sit. I like that uh, okay. part of my um, sure. my hesitation. All right. So yeah. Maybe. So you get a, a point of angst uh, for that, but as you come out of the simulation and you know come back to sort of the uh, uh the world around you the uh, uh crc reps are you know turning to each other and they're letting they're making more of those weird electrical bleats back and forth to to one another through their their masks and helmets and then uh, the bird-like one turns in your direction and and nods and says a much more efficacious 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 a better outcome i think from that use of the weapon in that fashion Projecting your mind toward another human is far more complicated than it is to project it toward one of the simpler machines. The gun is a gun. Understood. Bear that in mind. It is intended to be used against our foe. Use it to befuddle. Use it to disorientate. Use it to exacerbate. So I do it have can't one... really help people at all is what you're saying it was not designed to help there's a, you know the, the 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 shaking you know the crc reps uh, shaking head looks even more like bird like you know kind of the way it like darts side to side and then you know turning you know once i i do have a question i it feels sometimes when i use it and especially when i use it on those things i feel like I'm leaving Tagana vulnerable. I, should I be concerned, or is uh, should I train harder? With enough practice, I believe these sort of disassociative—I can't speak today—disassociative effects will be minimized. It should be something you can do in sort of a quick, quick instant, short bursts, so to speak. Maybe, maybe better for that uh, effect. Okay. All right. Yes. Definitely. Tagana can handle itself, though it is best not left to its own devices for more than a few seconds at a time. Right. I can do this. I can do this. Of course. Very good. The um, pillar, who hasn't really spoken to you yet, does turn and says, I knew we could trust you with this. I advanced. sit up even straighter mm -hmm. uh, at that. With this advance, experimental equipment, materials, and so on are really all part of what comes in with being a saint pilot. You are our vanguard, and we expect the best of you. Of course. I will not let you down. Any questions from the uh, the two of you? The, um, you know, the bird one says, like looking from, you know, Salem to Fatima and back. Salem, uh, reaches out a hand are they within reach can i put something in one of their hands oh no 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 physical contact with the crc please a technician yeah. can hand can take something for you to give them but it's up to <laughs> them to then accept it from a technician but uh <laughs> yeah salem will hand a technician something to give one of the crc mm -hmm. what's the technician got in his hand when uh, when he takes it from you a, a little olive colored stone <laughs> One of Salem's crystals. All right. Uh, the technician, you know, turns that over uh, and, and holds it up to the CRC representatives. Um, they both look at it 
carefully. And then they both like look back at you again. Um, the bird-like one, you know, shakes their head, and the 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 you know, the pillar one says, "Oh, we're all just full of surprises in this company, aren't we?" He picks up the stone, tosses it up in the air, catches it, and slips it into an inner pocket of his cassock. And the two of them turn and uh, walk back out around behind you. Again, you hear the sort of click and sound of a, a door rolling open, uh, followed by rolling shut and another click. And then the, you know, collective sigh of relief in the room as the rest of the technicians have just had, you know, their their bosses, bosses, bosses leave. And they all go back to, you know, <laughs> normal stuff. I think that does complete your testing for today, however, uh, says one of the, you know, the, the leads. And uh, sure enough, it's probably time for you to get back on track. Um because standing in the doorway leading into the space is uh, Bradshaw's a different guy. That's right. Oof. All right. I'll find who that name was. Uh, standing okay. in the doorway uh, to the room is uh, Instructor Marta, who's there to get you back to your classes and back on schedule for things. All right. So that's, on the way to, that was on, two beats for that scene. Just want to let you guys know that we're down to four beats now. Okay. 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 All right. Quick on up. the way there. Yeah, I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead, Fatima. Or mm -hmm. for whoever was talking, I'm not sure. Yeah. Brennan. Uh, as we're leaving, I'm okay. going to say, uh, I really don't like those guys. I think there's something up with them. Yeah, they're creepy as hell. How do you talk to them, Salem, without, like, shitting your pants like I did repeatedly in there? I mean, I'm caked in it. Um, I mean, <laughs> they're energies are terrible but they're just people can anyone see energies because i i don't think i can i've been listening to you for like a while and i don't know how it works yet did you not give me the right rock i'll try i'll learn it i mean it takes a lot of practice practice to be able to see energies but you've got some internal things to work on first right the gun no, I mean, like, emotional stuff. Oh, come on. <laughs> if you're not in touch with your emotions, you can't read. If you can't read your own energy, you can't read anybody else's energy. I like the way you upgraded that while you were saying it. That's like, I would never do that. I would just end up saying something stupid repeatedly. But you got the <laughs> perfect phrasing. You like a little bit, and then you got back to it. I would have never. I would have done that like a week later. It sucks. <laughs> Well, there you go. I mean, let's Noah. Let's remember that uh, who your uh, you know your your primary social link is, right? Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what's our um, what what is our next class? Um, yeah, Marta um, leads you back, you know, to the academy and and gets you back into the class rotation. Um, you know, uh, um, there's you know sort of the typical routines of things. Um, I think part of what I do kind of want to find out from you is um, you're all 18. You're all, you know, adults, technically, despite the fact that, you know, you're basically in, uh, you know, still in, in school, uh, apart from the robot fighting. Um, have any of you thought much about next steps? Because I'm kind of wondering if there are specific classes we should be sending you to. Hmm. So far, we know you, you're, you're good at playing volleyball and, and badly uh, hurting people in the process. But <laughs> what else? What else is that? Uh, I don't, uh, I think, oh God, I think Noah is interested in some sort of like, um, maybe history. He's interested, mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's interested in history um, and uh, sort of a uh, social studies kind of uh, uh pathway he and not quite social work because he's nowhere near that good but he does want to know he wants to leave an impact for people and i think that's he's also probably doing a lot of chasing his own his tail and maybe following along with whatever salem and fatima are up to mm -hmm. i think that's his path it, right now is just trying to find a place to fit in mm -hmm. what about the two of you i mean well go ahead salem wants to like do weird crystal shit, basically. <laughs> Be like a, a a healer 
which would probably make her something closer to like a therapist or mm. a social worker or somebody who like works with people and tries to help them with their problems. But uh, Faye always frames it as, you know, crystal healing. So. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Yeah, what's was, your... Well, Fatima doesn't really have a plan mm. uh, and is very unsure about what's going to happen after all of this. Um, they you know, they brought her into the program and she feels like that gave her life some direction, but she's at loss to what she's going to do when it's over. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. So some of this, some of the questions we might need to answer are what is the next step mm -hmm. for a pilot after this? Uh, so that might be an interesting, if anyone has any thoughts on that, uh, it's when fun it, mapping this out to college, or especially at like 19, early college. So yeah. you've got the person who is on uh, like Fatima in a, in a way we're actually in a way we're all kind of like on athletic scholarships, in a you know, we're in, effect, we're, yes. we're in yes. because we fit a bill. Uh, Fatima doesn't seem to know what comes after that. Uh, I am one of those seven years until I find out something that, clicks depending on how salem salem reads are you like world cultures now or have you already got to that part where like you know early you you take world culture you learn a little bit and then you're like you know what i really want to go into social work or you want to go and you know where your career path is or is it right now just taking courses until something clicks uh, i think salem's um probably at the things are clicking stage because i think salem Pretty much knows what Faye wants to do with the rest of her life. So, all right. You know. Um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw for Fatima. I also have an idea of what I'm going with. That way, Fatima, you're screwed. You, you're <laughs> the only one of us who's just like, I'm not sure. So you yeah. get to you get to stand out there by yourself. So I have a got right. I have an idea. I think I know what I'm gonna do. I, mm -hmm. I might end up staying, you know, in the the military or in the the, the force, but. I don't plan on being a pilot forever. Hmm. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I think it might be uh, uh, interesting for uh, us to actually have someone ask those questions more directly of Fatima. Um, you are scheduled after every fight. You know, you you go through your your collective, uh, um, you know, review, debriefing, and all that kind of thing. But then there is individual counseling, which comes up as well which does mean that, Fatima, you owe Dr. Bailey, um, the pilot psychologist, uh, a visit. Now, he, he's not as strict as some others. He doesn't just go to your calendar and assign you, hey, you're going to come to this office at this time. He gives you a list of dates and says, you know, and times, and, you know, pick out one that's comfortable for you. Right. So, so when is it comfortable for you to go? As far in the future as possible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is probably why Marta is, uh, uh, you know, swooped up to you after class, um, looking at her data pad, looking over to you and saying, I notice you haven't uh, haven't scheduled a, a meeting with Dr. Bailey within the next week or so. I think that's probably the best time to speak, you know? Yeah, okay. I just... I... Yeah. Just just schedule something. Well, I don't really want to be doing this for you. I mean, that's sort of, you know, I, I want you to be able to make these kinds of decisions, you know, yourself. Um, I would like to feel confident that you um, are taking these kinds of things seriously and not just allowing it all to roll past you, you know? Sure, I'll, fine, I'll make an appointment. Okay. Now remember, you have a trouble that you have lost Marta's confidence. So yes. she is uh, definitely leaning hard into that. Um, yeah. All right. So you do make the appointment to see Dr. Bailey. Is it nearer in the future or is it still still far away? Let's, uh... it, it's, it's before the end of the week. That was the instruction. Okay. Good. There you go. 
so Friday at 5 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I've had students right. schedule that. That's not for me. Yeah. So since we have a few uh, a, a little time until then, does anybody have any other uh, uh, scenes they want to uh, want to fit in? Let's uh, let's play out with um, Fatima. I think if we're mm -hmm. like just training one day and we're like, we're I'm gonna pick the scab. Noah's too stupid not to. Um, <laughs> so you really have no plans after like we're done here. None. No, I'll probably just get killed or something. That's not a plan. That's a <laughs> that's a repercussion. That's something that happens to you. We're all probably going to get killed, but we may not. And we've got like what six, seven years left. You got to think of something. That sort of negative energy is going to lead you down a dark path. Right, Fatima, you're going down a dark path. Oh me? <laughs> no, no, Fatima. But you too. Oh, oh both of us well i mean <laughs> it's important to cultivate positivity with positivity and i think uh fatima a great source of negativity in your life is not knowing what you want to do with it yeah all what my plan was was to take salem's plan and just kind of like do it a few years like a year after because like Faye was way ahead of the curve, but like it's working. I think these classes are mostly interesting, kind of. It's solid. Yeah, you well, can I do don't it. I want to be in the preservation forest forever. I mean, all right, but what do you want to do? I don't know. Listen, what you do have... you like to do? We kind of know the answer to that. <laughs> Broken most noses. Of the stuff I like to do, most people don't want me to do. So, well, there's always a constructive way to do things, even if people think of them as having negative connotations. Yeah, and at very least, you should come up with an elaborate lie before you get in there, because they're going to ask. And Friday is coming. <sighs> Just think of something that's this conversation. Just think of something that sounds convincing. Like um you wanna what do people do on the outside? Drive a vehicle for people. <laughs> I've seen them, the people who drive vehicles, but um hey, architect. No, they'll make you do math. Um I should be better at lying than I am. My character's really good at this. <laughs> you should think of the things you enjoy doing and try and think of ways that it could be constructed. I mean, I got a great idea. Yeah, Faye's right. Faye, it, you could, you like yelling at people and bossing them around and telling them what to do. And then when they don't do it, you hit them. That's Trainer Raj. I know you don't want to be a part of the preservation force, but you can be the next hard ass who beats up like an endless supply of Susans and Claire's and George's and whatever. Just wail on them. I mean, and it's like, like I see the light going on your eyes. You Imagine getting paid to do it and they can't hit you back. There, there, so, there, there, there is... <laughs> There is not nearly so much hitting as there is run six more laps, but <laughs> I don't know. I suppose to some people that probably does feel the same way. Physical crushing. Uh, just come up with a lie before you get, or a story before you get in there, because if not, you're just going to get rescheduled to go back in in a week and then another week and another week. And then Marta's going to basically have a fit. Yeah. Office managers get to boss people around all day. All right. Yeah. There are lots of jobs where you get to be in charge. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not even sure that's what I want to do. You're very good at it, though. <laughs> when you yell, I listen. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so do you think you have something to bring to Dr. Bailey now when, uh, when you're... Uh, uh... Session uh, when the you know the, the time comes due and uh, your 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 um 
your smart link is chiming at you, telling you like, uh, you know, to, to go to uh, the office at the end of the, you know, third uh, corridor on building two. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll lie to him. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Bailey's office is a lot more like a, um, a traditional doctor's office, unlike the technicians, you know, labs and all that kind of thing. Um, you know, he's the psychologist. His, his attitude is a little, little new agey actually. So there are some, um, some, uh, 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 religious and iconographical knickknacks around, uh, uh, the room. You know, there are a couple of nice plush seats facing one another. You know, his desk is often in one corner. There's a table with the, uh, you know, with a box of tissues propped up on it right in the middle there. Um, but you know, when you, uh, arrive, Bailey stands up from his desk, uh, brushes away the crumbs from the muffin he was eating and gestures you over towards, uh, towards one of the big plush chairs and sits down opposite you holding a, uh, a pen and paper. He actually takes real paper notes before he copies in, into the computer, like, I don't know, some kind of fossil. Um, you know, he, he, uh, uh, polishes his glasses for a minute or two, straightens his tie, sits up and, and then, you know, gives you a good long stare. Mm. And after about 10 seconds of that, says, So, Fatima, have you experienced increased aggression lately? Increased aggression? <laughs> Feel, feelings of aggression that seem out of character for yourself? Not out of character, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, you know, I've read the reports from Instructor Raj about, uh, or Trainer Raj, about uh, some semi-recent events. I just want to make sure we're finding the right ways to, to help you use this energy in a positive way that uh, involves a lot less mm, harm <laughs> to the world at large. Well, listen, Samantha has been on my ass for ages. She kind of deserved it. Right. Right. Um, I think we need to not think about this as a Samantha problem and more a Fatima problem. Yeah, that figures. <laughs> right. So you kind of get where I'm going. Now, I'm not some sort of disciplinarian here. I'm not trying to get you to uh, uh, um, cop to some crimes and get, you know, uh, uh, extra cleanup duties or whatever it is they do. I just want us to, to take a moment and just try to understand a little bit more about what's going on. Now, your feelings of aggression, can you sort of think of a, a, a time when they were less intense? Maybe when I was a kid. Right, right. So in your, you know, environment back then, there wasn't as much need for that sort of uh, uh, behavior? People didn't pick on me as much. Ah, okay. I think I can, can understand that to, to a certain degree. I mean, everyone faces uh, some challenges like that, um, but that's good. That, that shows us where we, uh, where we can sort of find some common ground, where we can align. Uh, now, I guess the important question, and at this point, the, the pen and paper come out you know, right in front of him, so he's like ready to catch whatever is said. The important question is, have you noticed this behavior increasing while you've been piloting do you feel that piloting your saint is causing an acceleration in these feelings is that something that can happen that's what i'm hoping you can help me answer am i the only one feeling this way i don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go around, you know, talking about what my other, uh, uh, you know, my other patients are, are experiencing and, and so on. But it is a, a question that's been asked just sort of in general. And that's why I'm hoping to see if I can find a, a solution or, or an answer, or even just some more data. 
Well, I think uh, it's possible. I just haven't been paying a lot of attention to it. Mm. But I'll and... see if I feel more aggressive. <laughs> right. I guess I'm, one of the other things I kind of want to know is, would you feel that it would be uh, 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 um, wise if perhaps we were to reduce some of your duties and see if that helps to counteract the feelings of aggression? Oh, I get it. So you just want to kick me out of the program like everybody else? No, 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 no. We're not trying to throw anyone out. We're just trying to find a good healthy balance you know of uh of uh, uh um your piloting and your um not piloting yeah well that's Do, not what i want well i think that's where we're trying to come to some more understanding here then because when you have those kinds of negative feelings and you carry them out there with you, whether it's just day-to-day -day life or climbing aboard the saint, that, that, that energy doesn't vanish. You know, it, it's, it's out there. It stays out there. And uh, <clears throat> it could do some real damage. Saying that I might not be able to control myself when I'm piloting the same? I think that's a potential danger for every pilot. The things you're being asked to do are quite extreme. We don't know uh, that that it's good for people in the long term to be engaged in, in such a way. I mean, you know, uh, pilots have graduated and, and moved on and, and so on already, but... Still, a lot of this program is in its early stages, and we're we're sort of finding our way, which is why I want you to sort of be a partner for me in 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 discovering those answers. Well, sure. If I start feeling like the saint is making me more aggressive, then I'll definitely let you know. All right, good. That's all I I really needed to needed to know. Are there any other problems you want to discuss or or um, bring up anything I can help help you with maybe uh, nah hmm? all right I don't then. think so well um, thanks then you know just take care we'll of course be in touch we'll follow up with you again next time but yeah just keep uh, uh, keep feelers out for those emotions and and you know feel free to reach out to me if you want to talk some more about uh, about this, um, you know, these experiences. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. And with that, you are released from the office and allowed to go on about your about your day. Yeah, hmm. I'm definitely I, not going to talk to him about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that that changed from it started off with like, we're, we're you know, trying to help you. And then but how does this affect you in your job? <laughs> Specifically, right. how does it? Yeah, and then uh, you a danger to yourself and others. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. You are piling a giant monster. You are but, connecting. Yeah, you are also connecting your brain to a, a space monster. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Anybody have any other scenes or situations you want to get into? We've still got mm. four beats before. Uh, could Christ could a beat have been resolved in that last scene? I maybe. I, I mean, know. not not necessarily. We didn't really go to the dice. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we we kind of need to put ourselves in a situation where there is like true risk of something. Like if yeah. Fatima was trying to convince the uh, psychologist, yeah. or if I refused to believe Fatima and said like, mm -hmm. "No, no, we're gonna go, we're gonna go full full court press of like you know." free word association and stuff like that until, you know, until the psychologist has broken something down, but it didn't seem like the right time for me to, yeah. to throw that uh, uh, at you. So, um, okay. that's cool. yeah. Oh. Now you do oh. have the option of just letting a beat pass for, for R&R. Uh, uh, &R. If mm -hmm. 
you and the other pilots decide, hey, let's just have a scene of us relaxing, chilling out, doing fun stuff, then you can spend a beat, and in doing that, you all get to reduce one point of angst. So that is something to bear in mind. Now, you've had scenes of you interacting, but it seems largely you've mostly just been winding each other up in those times, so those certainly <laughs> right. wouldn't be occasions. But if you do, like, let's all go and, and relax, or let's just hang out, or even if, like, you don't all go together, if they're like, hey, we're all going to go and each do our own separate, quiet, chill-out thing, then that's how you can drain away some of your angst. You know, this is where Alex would ask for a beach scene or a beach yes. episode. I think, a, yeah, a beach <laughs> yeah. episode. I think it's too early for a beach episode, but yeah. definitely yeah. like a relaxation have... would not be a miss, I think. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. yeah. If you want to uh, uh, to take uh, some time to do that, there are. The ARCS is, you know, uh, uh, has basically a, 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 a small mall on it. There are all those courts and exercise areas. There is a diner, actually, for people who are, you know, sick to death of eating in the cafeterias. They have a, uh, a cafe uh, uh, and diner. Uh, there's even a small movie theater that, you know, runs uh, films, uh, uh, you know, on a relatively small screen, but they're running all day long. So they get a, you know, a whole assortment of things out there. Um, if you want to just, you know, try and relax and be a little more normal. Going down to visit the city isn't really allowed right now, considering all the construction and stuff that's going on. But but mm. maybe soon. I mean, actually, if you do want to schedule some time to go down to the city, you might be able to convince Marta to do that. But you kind of want to be on her good graces first before she's going to let you do that. And considering Fatima's uh, uh, standing situation with Marta, uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that shore leave until that's that's sorted out. I'm okay with unwinding. I kind of want to be in the arcade, which could be right next to any other place that anybody else wants to go to. I'm um, practicing on, on light gun games uh, just <laughs> to like get my draw down because I still kind of want to train for the brain gun. But mm -hmm. I, I'm feeling a little bit more confident just playing arcade games uh, on my and off time when I'm not, you know, when I'm waiting for my turn on the machine. I'm mm -hmm. reading up on Philly, seeing okay. if there's anything interesting there that when once once we go to the launch. Maybe something fun we could do. I'm really curious about that Liberty Bell. <laughs> well, uh, Rebel, Brennan, do you want uh, uh, your pilots to take a rest break as well and get rid of a point of angst? Absolutely. And uh, Salem's going to go to the diner <laughs> and uh, do some tarot reading for <laughs> herself. <laughs> you know, I expect... Salem, you might be able to find other people similarly interested in tarot. Um, oh, for sure. Who could, you know, you could maybe do a reading or two for for other folks, and uh, 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 and you know, who knows? Maybe even make some friends that way if uh, you get the if you get the right cards in front of the right people. I don't know. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I think after a few a few uh, uh, um, I think after you've um, done a few readings, I think uh, Captain Blanche actually. Um, sits down across the table from you and asks for a reading. Um, she's uh, um, she's one of the transport flight pilots, so she's always kind of in in the the flight suit. And um, you know, these days uh, she's kind of you know always in her flight suit with like her uh, her flight plan uh, um, you know uh, pad clipped to her arm uh, because with all the stuff going back and forth with the transports, you know, her, her breaks are long enough to come to the diner and eat a burger and then get back on board. Um, but uh, she's really interested in tarot readings. So um, I don't know, what kind of reading do you give her? I'll let you decide if it's good or bad or, or whatever. Um, I think it's mainly positive, but mm -hmm. it like the specific spread that fair using mm -hmm. uh, predicts uh, some things that uh, the captain needs to like watch out for. Okay, all right, yeah. Blanche appreciates the uh, uh, the warning and says, like, "Sure, I'll uh, uh, I'll let you know how it all turns out," and uh, you know, uh, bids you adieu in order to run back to the the, the launch base. All right, Fatima, what uh, what do you do to chill out? So do we have like uh, dorm rooms where we're sharing it with people? Basically, yeah. Um, the companies, uh, um, the, you know, the, uh, the cadets, um, there's a, you know, a dorm building 
where the cadets and pilots and so on all live. Um, the companies usually have rooms close to each other. Sometimes they'll have combined living space, but you know, you'll have separate bedrooms within kind of a combined uh, uh, living room slash right. kitchen area. Yeah, common area attached to those uh, individualized rooms. Um, so yeah, the, uh, um, I think it's probably, yeah, I think it's likely you have sort of a shared space with uh, the other two uh, members of your company. And then there are two vacant rooms for other people to be added to your company if it expands. Right. So I'm going to be in my room with the door closed, <laughs> uh, sort of writing poetry in a little book and muttering to myself. Oh, well, well, we see a, I love Fatima. Yeah, we see another. We see another little, another little side of Fatima comes, uh, comes sneaking through. Good. Good. I like that. Yeah, it's poetry in my native language, uh, mm -hmm. so uh, not whatever. I don't know what the protection force uses as its official language. But. They are actually multilingual because they're, uh, um, you know. International um, force. Yeah, they're an international force. One of the fun things about your smart link is that if you put the earpiece in your ear, you get kind of a Google translate of things that other people are saying to you. Oh, so nice. while some people will gravitate toward one language, or not, I mean, right now you're flying over America. So a lot of right. people have learned enough English or, you know, or, or are learning enough English to, to get by without their, their translator. Uh, but you know, basically everybody has them in there so that you can, you know, uh, um, you can speak comfortably and know that other people will be hearing you. You know, it comes through a, a Google Translate type thing, so there might be a little bit of a lag, but uh, you know, but it does let you uh, um, act as kind of the universal translator. I mean, you can also just hold up your uh, uh, your link and read the text as it writes it out for you. So you know, yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she would be mortified if anybody caught her doing this, but mm -hmm. she's gotcha. She's, this is this is what she does to relax. All right, cool. I like that little bit of insight. All right. So we've still got three beats left on the clock, but it looks like we've almost run out our hour. So we've kind of devoted mm -hmm. ourselves to to feeling our characters out some more, which I guess is good. I guess is good. Damn, we were role playing instead of role playing. I know. What, I know. what happened? What have I done? Oh, no. <laughs> well, what's happened is I haven't been steering you through the whole thing. Okay, now here's how you learn the rules. I mean, that's, yeah, which yeah. always which always happens with episode one, episode I must one. say. Every time I play yeah, this episode one, is always like, and now I shall grab the, grab the reins so I can make you learn the rules. Now it's, hey, find out who you are. Yeah. yeah well, like Salem will be confronting fair friends next session. Oh, oh nice. All right, then. All right. Unresolved emotional issues. So we will have some content. Good. So well, is, the, is the carrot is the friend who's on a career path. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody else is like, oh, I don't know. Figure it out. Fa yep. Fatima trusts Salem more than she trusts uh, the psychi psychologist, though. So yeah. fair enough. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll see where that goes then. All right. Yay. All right, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, a very fun game. Thank you. Where can we find out more about uh, Tears of the Machine SC? Uh, well, uh, there's always robotclaw.info. That's my blog. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at robotclaw. Um, the game is still up on Kickstarter for uh, the rest of this week. Uh, we're going to keep playing anyway, even after the uh, uh, Kickstarter campaign is over, because I like this game and you guys seem to be having yeah. fun. So we'll keep going. Um, but yeah, you know, and you can find it on Kickstarter searching for Tears of a Machine SC. Be sure to add the SC because the the old edition still shows up on Kickstarter with uh, with the other name of just Tears of a Machine. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. You can find right. Dungeon Not Included on the Nonproductive Network at DNI Crew on Twitter and probably on Facebook, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or you could find it wherever you're seeing this now. Just go back a little. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks!
This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.